action. Yes, sir. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Millionaire Mac Club YouTube channel. My name is James Hodgman. I'm the owner of the Millionaire Mac Club. We have another Millionaire Mac talk, and today's special guest is Jet Burt, one of my friends from freshman year of high school. Man's transferred from my high school. I haven't talked to him in four, five, six years and now is doing big things, doing real big things. So I definitely had to re-tap back in with him so he can share his growth, what's been helping him grow with y'all. So this man Jet is doing so much, so much that he's told me about. I know he's got some more cooking, but so right now Jet is CEO of the company Do No Evil. He's working at a mortgage broker company and is a personal chef. I'll, I'll let him let you in on the details on what he's got cooking. So, Jet, man, talk to me, man. What's up, what's up? All right, first of all, James, thank you for having me. This is my first official podcast appearance. Um, this is mad cool, man. I mean, this, this has been a long time. It's been six years since yeah. the last time I saw you, man. Five, five and a half, close to six years. That is wild. Right. That is wild. Um, yes, James told you I am CEO of Do No Evil. I am a part-time personal chef. I'm a full-time mortgage broker. Um, yeah, I, I, I film videos. I edit videos. I produce videos. I, yeah, I, I do so much that it, it, I don't even know sometimes. <laughs> I don't know where James wants me to start, but I'll start a June of last year when I, when I uh, broke up with my girlfriend after two years. I really had like no ties left in Scottsdale. That's where I'm from. Um, I really had like no ties left. I had nothing really like holding me back necessarily. And uh, my mom lived in Newport by herself. And uh, I was like, you know what? That sounds like a per per perfect opportunity for a life reset. Okay. I, I know no one out there. I know one person actually. I, tell you that, I know one person and I have a thousand dollars in my bank account. Okay. I, and I have no job as of about a week before I make this decision right. because of COVID I was laid off three times in a matter of two months. Absolutely horrific. I worked in the bar restaurant industry, so they were going through it when COVID first hit. But um, a month later in July, July like 8th, I, uh, I signed a lease for 12, no, 13 months on the cheapest apartment I could find in Newport by myself. It was a 390 square foot studio. Okay, it's about the, about the size of my room right now, if you guys want me to be completely honest. <laughs> It was pretty small, um, but uh, I mean, wow! I, I I can't I can't give words. Words can't even describe how much of a blessing that was. Being in a different atmosphere, I think you. It's hard to know what you're capable of when you don't move out of where you grew up from. Right, right. Um, I think I didn't really understand that until I moved because I had some people tell me that I had some friends that moved here too. So I had some friends tell me that you know. It's, 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 it's completely different. Mm -hmm. I moved out here, James, and I seriously, like, I had no idea where to start. So I, I said, I'm a full-time mortgage broker. My mom works for a company called West One Capital in Newport Beach. And uh, she got me a job like a month later. I, I, first of all, I didn't know that that was going to happen. I had had like multiple interviews at a restaurant because I thought strictly, I thought that I was going to work in a restaurant for a good majority of my life. Cause that's all I knew. Exactly. That's strictly all I knew, man. I worked in a restaurant from the day I was able to work until the day I got laid off. Like, I mean, it was five years. Um, so it's like, 
I didn't really know anything except for burgers and bar food. So I was like, <laughs> kind of thrown off. I was like, well, what even is a mortgage broker? How like, wh- what? Like, you know what I mean? I, I just, I was so clueless and I was so like, the clueless made me motivated. You know what I mean? I hadn't felt that feeling in a long time. Right. I, I like, I was, I was getting this feeling of this is something different. This could open some serious doors for me. Let's see what happens. Going for an interview with the with the CEO. He loves me. He hires me that day. Like actual adult money. Like I signed a salary contract. Um, I'm not gonna talk numbers or anything. That's not no here, no there. But for a 19-year-old who works a salary paid job, I think that alone is it was was mind-boggling. I mean, that was the most money I had in my bank account, I, I think, ever at one point. That was like just I was just just mind blown. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I got, I got hired as an assistant, an executive assistant, I guess. Um, I was doing just a bunch of nonsense, scanning, things like that. Um, I've now officially worked for this company for a year. I would say that I'm operations manager now. I do about like six, seven different things around there, but I work 5am to 1pm there. That's like my day to day. That's what pays my rent and like things like that. Cause those are, that's the big money checks, I guess, if you will. But um, let's see. I don't even know. I, again, man, there's, I don't even know where you want me to start. You have any questions in between these two? So, so, so I want to talk. So it, it's like, bro, you hit on a point that I find so, so, so relatable. Like when you said you don't know what you can be until you leave, like basically not even, not even just like the state, but your comfort zone. You see what I'm saying? Cause most people, like you said, will just get so caught in what they know that they think that's all they can be. So what, what pushed you, what was the final push that made you be like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm a, I'm uncomfortable. I'm gonna get out. That could happen. And what if it could turn out better than you could imagine? That's the thought that was running through my head that entire time. I mean, was, seriously, what's the worst that I could happen? Right. I could either A, end up on my mom's couch, or B, move back to Arizona where I started. Right. Or B, what if it turned out better than you could possibly imagine? Right. It was option B. <laughs> you don't really understand or like realize what these things can do for you until you do it. I mean, you, you could sit there and have these thoughts all day, every day, but if you don't act on it, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. I wrote that on a piece of paper every day for a week. I wrote goals. I changed my entire life and I did it. I pulled the trigger and I can confidently say it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Right. So tell me, tell me about that. Like, cause I know, I know jumping into the water, it's either a sink or swim, but you're not going to die even right. when you sink you're not gonna die but what what was it like the process of adjusting and becoming a new person and kind of like overcoming the old person that you are your old beliefs you see what I'm saying yeah um I learned to love to be alone mm. I learned to do things for myself that I normally wouldn't do alone you know what I mean like it sounds super weird and like corny whatever you can call it whatever you want but taking those 2 p.m., 2 a.m. drives with nobody, just cruising, doing those things alone that you'd want to do for yourself, but you're kind of just like afraid because you don't, you know, want to do it alone. Or what's the fun in doing something alone? But I'm telling you, it's probably more fun than doing it with somebody. 
that's just a fact. And you don't really understand that until you start doing these things, man. Like I, I really, I mean, I'd cook for myself. Like I literally, I'd cook for one, six nights a week. I mean, you know, it's, it sounds sad, but like learning to love that and learn, learning to appreciate and reward yourself for like the little things. I think that completely changed everything for me. Bro, that's just it. Because honestly, like I'm gonna be transparent, bro. I had the biggest fear before. No, until this year, actually, until, until COVID hit, I had the biggest fear of being alone. Like no matter freshman year of college, when I was sitting in my dorm room. I still do. No, I feel it. I still got to do, bro. Yo, it doesn't, it doesn't just go. I, I, I wish it did just like go away like that. But man, I mean, especially when you have relationships that come into your life. I mean, I was in a committed relationship three months ago. I spent every day not alone. You know what I mean? So then you get to learn to love it again. Exactly. No, that's exactly it. Because like I was spending time like when I should be spending that time intentionally by myself. I was like, no, nah, let me hop on FaceTime with somebody. No, let me look. I don't really know me. You see what I'm saying? You don't even know you. And so. I mean, when I also, I should preface that when I moved here, I was probably in the worst mental state I have ever been in my life. Mm. Okay, that was my first love. I'm moving away from the place that I know, like the back of my hand. Why would anyone do that? Like, I just, I had nothing going for me. You know what I mean? Like I was in a, a very depleted state of mind and that is super not healthy. And I'm a big mental health preacher. And that was one thing that like, I could not let, I could, I couldn't fumble that opportunity. I, no. Mm-mm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Cause like I've seen, I've seen this quote. I've seen this quote. You just made me think of it is like, rock bottom is the perfect place to build a great foundation and that's only exactly up it's only up from there exactly i love it i absolutely love it. i mean when you're holding a brick at the bottom of the sea and you let go of the brick you don't go further down right so do you think do you think when you were at that rock bottom or when you were at that depleted state did you just get to a state of like acceptance of like all right this is where i am now how do i level up yeah, I figured, I mean, I could either sit there and because of COVID, I mean, everyone was locked down. There was literally nothing to do, especially if you were in Scottsdale, Arizona during that time. There's absolutely nothing to do. There's no new movies coming out. There's no entertainment, no live sports. There's just nothing. Um, so I literally, I was sitting there. I'm like, I could probably sit here for the next six months, stare at these walls and do absolutely nothing with my life and be miserable. Mm-hmm. And no one would know. That, that's okay, right? I mean, like in, at, when you're in that state of mind to you, that sounds like the easy way out. Exactly. Just don't do anything. Just don't move. Don't change because change is bad to those people who are in that state of mind, because that's, that's just what, how we're wired to think. Right. Um, if you're able to overcome that, I think if you're able to overcome the fear of change, I think that's important. Exactly. I, I, I'm a, I was, a, I would have hate, hated change, but now, I mean, I, I, I've changed more than ever. I change probably on a daily basis. I mean, I change others around me. I change literally everything. I mean, it, I love it. Honestly, because I, I don't know, to me, obviously it's hard to take those jumps, like especially as big of a jump as you did consistently. But like, I, I have like this personal goal where daily I have to do one thing out of my comfort zone, just because in my mind, like, the point of life is because like you said earlier like none of this stuff matters it's just gain experience like just try it right where's seeking discomfort i mean there's a a youtube uh group called yes theory Mm -hmm. 
when when we're done with this podcast, I, I'd like you to go go to their page and, and look up yes three. So I met these three guys uh-huh. um I don't know, probably like a year ago. They were already famous, but I have never related to a group of people so much that all they do is preach yes and seeking discomfort and doing all these crazy things. So I can honestly say that a YouTube channel was a good motivation for me to move on with my life. I mean, I've really, I've preached this. I, I tell everyone to go watch them. They're absolutely amazing. I mean, they, they just do some crazy things, but I love the seeking discomfort. I think that's important. I think getting out of your comfort zone and doing things like that of that level, you know, magnitude. I mean, it, it could either go real bad or real good and you really have no idea. And that's kind of the risk you got to take. And if you're willing to take it, then, you know, you're already winning. Exactly. And honestly, honestly, with that real bad and real good, we were talking about it off camera. Like it's all like perspective. Cause like you said, you're a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. You Absolutely. learn everything like the good and the bad. You There's something to learn. Every decision I've ever made in my life has led me to this point. Mm. Everything happens for a reason. Right. I, I, I promise you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest here. Two and a half months ago, I lost my stepfather mm. after a decade. Um, I had, that was my first real, like, close personal loss. But man, did that open my mind. Mm. That opened the whole I could have, I should have in my mind for these people and my family. Hug your loved ones. All right. To anyone watching this, all right. Text your mom, text your dad, tell them you love them today for no apparent reason except for that you love them. Because I, I mean, that was, I really hit hard. I mean, that left my mom alone. It, I mean, shook, shook everyone's world. So, you know, I just thought I should bring that up for anyone that's dealing with family members that are lost right now because it's a crazy time in the world. You're not alone. It has a crazy, crazy thing to deal with. But I, I promise, like, I mean, that, that changed, changed my whole perspective on life. I appreciate you for sharing that. That man, like I'm people can learn a lot more than suffer in these kinds of things. Right. Right. No, that that's it right there. That that's really it right there. You can learn a lot more when suffering through these things. So tell me, tell me. So boom, you start working for the for the mortgage brokerage. Right, so that actually leads into my second semester of, or no, my first semester of sophomore year at WP Carry at ASU. Okay, I'm doing it online, obviously, because I live in California. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, screw it. I dropped out. Mm-hmm. Every, all six of my classes, withdraw, 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 withdraw. Did you make the decision by yourself or were my, you solely by, my, solely by myself? Mm-hmm. Um, that was another big, like, sink or swim fight or flight moment for me you know what I mean like I mean my whole family preaches on going to school I mean I have two sisters that graduated from Duke you know I'm it just it goes a long way in my family graduating from college and I I was sitting there after a year and a half of doing brutal online school and I said you know what I'm gonna take a year I'm gonna see what I can learn in the year that would have that would change my perspective on going back to college. If, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not going back. Um, I did, I am officially on a gap year and that hasn't ended yet, but um, dropping out of college was one of the best things ever. I mean, again, like I, I will never tell kids to drop out of college. If you're in the position where you feel at heart that it's a necessary thing, especially if you're paying for it, like I was, you know what I mean? I was spending a lot of money to attend an online class at you know, was supposed to teach me about business, but in the two months after that I dropped out, I started a company 
LLC trademarked company. And in those two months, I learned more than spending, you know, $20,000 at a business school that's ranked fourth in the nation. Right. So I'm sitting here like, yo, what am, what am I doing? I'm like, this is coming out of my bank account. Like I'm, this is my time. Like this isn't like no one who can tell me not, you know what I mean? Like who can tell me I'm not allowed to drop out. And like in this generation kind of sucks. It's become more, you know, okay to drop out if you will. I mean, you'll meet more college dropouts this year than you ever will in your life. But I, uh, I took the jump. I was like, I know I'm gonna take a year. I, uh, I, my first thing was do no evil. That was like kind of my first, like, passion project outside of school because believe it or not i mean that video that's on my instagram that took probably three months to film edit put together all of it just like i mean it all took so long i mean i i waited probably a month for closing itself i waited 70 something days for a trademark i mean i i just spent all this time working and i was like you know what this this benefits me like i you know i made the right decision i learned that shortly after dropping out that I, I made the good decision in that time like obviously it's different now I'm in a much different place than I was a year ago um I do like the idea of going back to school and getting a some sort of degree I don't know where or when that might be but I do like the idea of that but at the moment it's, it's just not necessary right so so tell me tell me about like when you're going through the process of making that video starting the llc talk about like the mental aspect of it because i know with me personally with the millionaire mac club like there's all days are good like i never have bad days just because i'm always learning but there's definitely the days like i'm like bro what the blank am i doing like i don't know what i'm doing but i'm doing something so tell me about those uncertain days no honestly i thought if i was keeping myself occupied it would benefit me in some way. Now, now again, it's completely different now. But in that time, I was probably spending every single day working on something for that company, whether it be designing a shirt or, you know, signing papers or telling my friends about it or creating an Instagram post. But I just want to talk about this video real quick. Probably one of the longest things that I've ever worked on in my life. I mean, I, I, we sat there for hours. I mean, I have my journal back there that has pages of what I was going to do. There's actually a second part to that video that never came out. I can't, I, I can't share it because it's just, it didn't turn out too well, but there's a whole interview side that never came out. Um, but I mean, that was filmed in Laguna. That's my hometown at the top of the world where I grew up, where I had a house there and I'd go and play basketball in Newport at the apartment complex that I lived at and where I met these two kids that filmed this video. It all kind of came full circle. And then I went to the beach with my best friend's sister who I've known for a while, who's now an influencer. So I got promotion. She got promotion. So it worked out for her. You know, I we got to cover all the bases and I was just kind of thinking, I was like, you know, I'm keeping myself occupied and I'm doing something cool. Mm. I, I don't care if I'm making a dollar, negative dollars. Granted, I was losing money pretty much every day that I was doing that, which was, you know, it, it's fine. I mean, it was, you know, it all comes at a cost and things like that. Making movie like videos like that are not inexpensive um, at all. And I mean, you pay for time and editing and all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It, it really uh, did some damage, but it, again, I mean, I learned more than anything. I mean, I, I was, I was introduced to all these kids who make videos on the internet and make upwards of six figures a month. You know what I mean? To me, that sounds absolutely mind boggling. I'm like, I'm not a content creator. I'm not a 
you know, sitting here in my 300 square foot studio by myself, I'm like, yo, man, like I'm no influencer. Like what makes anyone think that I can do this? And I'm just sitting here like I'm doubting myself. I'm like, you know, because it took so long that like there was so much time for me to like think about the right. Like, like, what's worst case scenario because like some days i just wouldn't be doing anything and i'm like okay like this is this is useless i'm like i'm you know i'm screwed right. so, i mean I'm, you know that was definitely tough um so what got you through those days what got me through those days i think honestly counting my blessings i mean because right before this happened i mean i just moved here so I'm like, okay, instead of thinking about everything that's going wrong right now with, with me trying to start a company, I go, let's go back six months. I go, let's just kind of reward myself to what I've done so far. And like, dude, I'm, at this point, I'm cooking dinner for myself alone. Like I'm spending hours on end and closed at my desk doing absolutely nothing except for working on this. You know what I mean? It's like, I've really learned to kind of reward myself with the little things. You know what I mean? I'd have a good day. I'd come home from work. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm gonna cook a five-star dinner for myself. I'm gonna turn on some content. I'll sit back just kind of enjoy it you know i mean take it all in i never really was a count your blessings kind of guy um this year it kind of hit me more than ever after having a personal loss in the family that was a really big count your blessings moment because if you would have told me two weeks prior i you know i would have slapped you because that I, I would never believe something like that could happen um he was 53 years old that's how old my biological father is right now absolutely heartbreaking so i mean that was a really big count your blessings moment even back then i wasn't the biggest preacher of that but i thought if i could take a little bit out of it if i could just write these things down if i could just look back to see what i did i mean i got out of the worst relationship of my life and then shifted into the best parallel of what could have been exactly like it all happens that fast it all happens so fast that it doesn't even give you time to ask what's next i mean off camera james had asked me you know what's next for me in a couple of years or where i might see myself and i told him you know i don't know and you you, you tend to worry about what's going to go on next week tomorrow next month but i'm going to be brutally honest you have no idea y'all can take an, an attempt at guessing what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen next week or next year but like you have no idea at the end of the day, you got no idea. And if you would have told me 365 days ago that this is the position that I would be in, I would be like, hmm, that's weird because I never thought about that in my life. Right. So, I mean, there could be things next year that I I haven't even looked at or experienced, and that could be my whole life next year. Exactly. I mean, I, that pers being a personal chef was one of those things. I'm in, I actually don't know when I started that. Uh, me and my best friend Paris were personal chefs for this girl, Lexi Hensler, Pearson Wodzinski and Logan, they all live in a nice house. So we go there and cook Mondays and Thursdays. Um, that was so cool. That was another one of those things where, okay, so I had, I had worked in a restaurant, obviously. So like I had known my way around food in Paris um, also grew up in a restaurant. It's like, and we have that chemistry of being friends already. It's like, we thought like, you know, this could be fun. It went from, it went from like one night a week, every other week to two nights a week, every week. And we would be getting the group together. We'd be playing games. We'd be cooking for 20 people, 14 people, three people. You know what I mean? That was one of those things where I was like, if you would have told me six months ago that I'd be cooked like a personal chef, like I'm a fantastic cook. I can cook for myself all day, all night long. But like personal chef. Right. Like, and like, too, I'm not getting paid. Like I, we strictly do this for fun. They, they pay for the food and we just come and cook and hang out because we know how. 
the best thing I think that's happened all year to us. I mean, it, it brought me so much joy. And it was, again, I mean, I told you, you don't know what's going to happen. And I, I really, I never would have thought that I would be doing things like that. I mean, you have kids like Brent Rivera sitting at the dinner table and, you know, things like that. That's just cool in itself. But the fact that you got them to sit down at that dinner table and place spoons or charades or cards together, no phones, no camera, no fame, no money, just living. Just living, right. I love, I absolutely love it. I'll push that to the day I die and hopefully that I'm a chef at some point full-time because I love it. Right. You just dropped some gems just because like, I don't know what you were explaining is like the count, the count your blessings thing, obviously like that, that's a gem. I'm a firm believer in that. Cause like I do this thing where I say, what are you, what are your wins of the day? Every single day, like give right. me five wins, at least five wins. I don't care if it's, I woke up. I don't care if it's, I brushed my teeth count those count all those but you dropped another gym just talking about the reward getting rewarded for in an unmonetary way in a in experience points in right. good vibes in good good memories you see what i'm saying and oftentimes we'll be like ah how does that benefit me monetarily or how does that benefit me status wise like no can we can we just like the real point of being here is to live, live, find a good feeling and recip and just repeat that feeling as much as we can. This was another, this was another cool thing. Um, in January, um, or actually in the so I, I you follow my Instagram, you see that I'm all over the place. I travel like nobody's business. Okay. Um, in January, in December, I was in Chicago for a week and then we flew to Scottsdale and we came back. When we came back to Huntington, we all were going to go to Cabo. Okay. There's 14 of us. They're like, screw it. Cow, what, 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 what could happen? All right. So I ended up actually being that whole trip coordinator. I, I coordinated everything from seats to buses to escalades to dinner reservations, to everything. To me, I felt so fulfilled right. for some reason. I'm across the, I'm, a, I'm on a different country, 900,000 miles away from home. And I'm directing these 14 kids. They're all listening to me. Like, I'm like, this is it. I'm like, I know what I'm doing right here. So I kind of chased that feeling for a while. Um, we went to Cabo and then in February, I was in Salt Lake. Then in March, I was home. And then April, I was in Bahamas. And then last month I was in Cancun. Damn, that was yeah. yeah, no, I just, I absolutely love it. And when I was a kid, like when I was younger, I used to travel all the time. And right. so I just, I'm all about the experiences now, bro. Like, I mean, the shiny things, the, you know, that all is fun and stuff, but like, there is absolutely nothing beats going and exploring this world. I mean, there's so much to see. So much to see, bro. I mean, for after graduating senior year, I spent 36 days or 32 days in France. Mm -hmm. um, I stayed with the host family for a majority of the time. I stayed in Paris. I went to like 16 different cities. Um, and it just, I don't know if you've ever been to Europe or to anywhere outside of the game, but, but I mean, it really puts it on perspective for you. Like, what are you doing? Kind of thing. It's so different. So after that, I kind of chased the feeling of, I want to go somewhere. Like, I do. I have, I have friends, influencers that text me. It's so funny because this just happened, but I have friends that text me yesterday at three 30 jet. Let's go somewhere soon. I want to go somewhere with you because, because let alone, like, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. It's just like, everyone loves my energy. And I haven't felt that, that like 
worthy in a while you know what I mean like that was such a such a cool feeling and so I'm sitting here kind of just like blushing a little bit like what it, what is life man that's dope see like bro for everybody that's listening first off if you can't travel to Europe or wherever you'll you get there but start, hey, start you don't by, even need to huh you don't even need to have, go to Europe bro go to Utah go to Yosemite go to Washington go drive the coast to Oregon bro go i'm telling you right now i i couldn't have preached this more go outside and go explore go look at this beautiful world and what it's got to offer me Find where you can go it doesn't matter if 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 instead of going to mcdonald's you go to burger king one day and you normally go to just change it up go try something new of course of course new so it's actually so interesting it's so cool hearing everything you're saying just because i'm i'm a firm believer in like manifestation I don't know if you are, but I, I had a guest on my mentor on uh, last week and he was talking about, he said something, he was like, you don't manifest what you want, you manifest what you are. And it's just so cool to hear your story and catch up just because I'm hearing all of this growth and internal time that like intentional internal time that you're taking. And it's no coincidence you're being rewarded with a lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? Like. Oh, if you're if you're taking the internal mindset of like life what do you have to offer and now all of a sudden you're traveling all these places and you're getting offered all these opportunities it's not coincidence it's not a coincidence even no. though it may feel like it but like that's a reward for your work you see what i'm saying absolutely i think hard work pays off I mean, I kind of really experienced that in January when I started to travel because I had some money saved up you know what I mean like I could go do these things um i mean i love it i i, I seriously love it man I, I will preach to everyone go out and see something go out and do something yeah. take a weekend do a little staycation drive an hour away from home i don't care what you got to do but you know it's so worth it it's so worth the experience and you learn you learn something then we talk about learning something i think every sentence now but right. going out looking at the different cultures and like the different things that you can see and experience and like i mean I, if you ever go to mexico you're treated like royalty you know, wherever you go, because that's just the community that's over there. I mean, they, they want to welcome you in open arms. I mean, if you go to Texas, Dallas, that's probably not the case. You know what I mean? They're probably going to say, screw you. I don't really care what you have to say. So it's kind of cool to experience those different things. And, you know, it puts it all in perspective. And then you come home to Huntington Beach and you're like, all right, everyone's just kind of giving you the middle finger when you're walking out. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's different. And I mean, it really, again, it puts it all in perspective for you. Right. So, so I want to take a quick shift. So you're working at a mortgage brokerage at the age of 19 in a very solid position. No, no degree, no traditional, none of that, none of that. So what is it like? What is it like being, are you the youngest guy in the office? Absolutely. What, by, what is that by, like? by at least probably 20 years. By tw See, what is that like? Like, Cause I don't. I, okay. I don't so I worked. So I, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on camera or off camera, but I worked at cold beers and cheeseburgers for a while and I was their corporate trainee. So I would go and I would train staff members and, and pretty much tell adults what to do. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of in the position where they would have to listen to me. I'm not in a cocky narcissistic way, but that was my job position. Right. Um, going from that to now being the person that gets told by people who are older than you, dude, that took some getting used to. 
I mean, yeah, it's cool because you have these people who have an insane amount of knowledge and who have been doing this for longer than I've been alive, longer than the hospital that it's been up for that I've been alive. You know what I mean? Like there's people in there that have been doing this for 50 years, 40 years. I mean, they're, you know, they walk in for five minutes, make 50K and walk out. They, you know, when you're at that level, when you do something for that for so long, I mean, I mean, it's wild. I mean, I, I, at first I was, I really didn't like it. I mean, I, I have my own little cubicle, like by myself, I don't really sit next to anyone. Um, if I didn't have my mom there, my answer would be completely different. I honestly don't think I'd be continue to work there because it, it kind of gives me that like meeting of I'm not alone. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I can look over and be like, yo mom, like, what's up? Like what it do? You know what I mean, like what up? It's kind of nice, and like you know, we go take walks, and like we go take breaks and stuff, and like it's it's. I'm absolutely blessed that I'm able to spend this time with my mom like that right now. I'm mean, I see my mom every day, eight hours a day, no matter what. Right, that's dope. Yeah, and I mean it's it's great. I mean I really like working with parents sounds icky, but I don't work for her, so it's not. I mean we work together. I mean we work hand in hand. So that's dope. That's dope. So. All right, you say you wake up or you have to be at work five to one, then you go cook. So it sounds like you have systems, habits set up. That's, have you uh, always I, been strong in habits or what? No, no. Okay, this, this is wild, man. So during high school, I used to be up probably 2, 3 a.m., wake up at noon, like that. You know what I mean? I moved here. I started this job. At this point in time, like right now, I wake up at probably 4.30 a.m. with no alarm, no hesitation. I'm out of bed, showered and ready by probably five-ish. I feel great every morning. I work for about seven, eight hours-ish, 1, 1 1.30, sometimes. Um, Come home, go to the gym. That's That's another big thing that I've incorporated the past, like, six months. I've gained 15 pounds since I moved here. And I guarantee 90% of it is muscle. Um, I go to gym six, six days a week. I mean, I'm in the best shape of my entire life. I'm completely shredded right now, which is great, um, which is which is another huge confidence booster that I needed because that was something I struggled with, man. I'd go to family events and they'd be like, did you eat today? Did you eat today? And I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, screw you. But like, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, I have that motivation now where like I'm sitting there like, Nah, they ain't gonna ask me that anymore because like right. now I actually look that I don't look just like a malnourished. I'm mean, six feet tall now. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I you know I gotta put on some weight and some, yeah. Last time you saw me, I was like five one. <laughs> <laughs> I am six feet tall. I'm 135 pounds. And it's the most I've ever weighed in my life, and it's not even a lot. So I should put it alone in perspective, the amount of confidence that I've gained mentally, physically. I mean, I, I, I attest the gym and quick shout out to my boys at Kingdom Nutrition, my family. They have motivated me, my guys to, to get in the gym and do some work. So you know, I'm really thankful. I also got friends like that. I mean, that's one of my best friends right there. Started his own nutrition company and now it's all over the U.S. Right. Another one of those things, man, this kid's 23 years old. I mean, another one of those things, if you got, you have no idea what's going to happen, start it, start that company, go pressure, wash that driveway. Like, you know what I mean? I was a car detailer before I actually moved to California. That was like my side hustle, Mm -hmm. but I knew connection. It's about who, you know, not what, you know, too. I knew people that would pay me serious money because they knew who I was and they knew my work ethic. They pay me serious money because 
They know I'd work my ass off. So I, there's this one guy, he's my godfather, actually. Has six cars, multi-million dollar cars. I mean, yeah, crazy collection. I mean, I would go to his house three, three days a week and clean all six of them. Mm-hmm. I was making great money. And I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, I, what am I been doing my whole life? And I'm thinking, I, I see all these kids on TikTok now that are starting like these pressure washing companies. I preach for it, man. Do it. You learn more starting that than you will in your whole life. And especially at a young age, man, it thrills me to see kids at like 14 taking, having their dad driving to Walmart and getting them a pressure washer and shit like that. Bro, I love that. Bro, I'm an advocate for that too, bro. Cause that, I, like, I don't regret, I don't regret like my middle school times or like my high school times. Cause like I had great times, but I definitely could have used it better to my advantage. Cause like, even though now we're both still young, I'm only 20 starting the company, like the amount that I've learned and the amount of fun that I've had, like, cause- It also makes you started earlier. Exactly. And that's what I, that's what I wish I could tell my, my past self is, you know, you can do this at 15. You can do this at 16. You can do this at 14. I have like, you need no one. The age doesn't matter. It's just go gain, go gain experiences, go mess 100%. up. hundred percent. Just try to learn. Just try to learn. I, I, I really like, I was a big advocate. I mean, I see these kids on TikTok doing it and I'm like, I was one of those kids. Right. I was doing that. And so like, I'd love to see that that's now like a catching on as a, a trend, if you will, but yeah. start business that you want to start, you know, write in that journal that you've got, write down those ex- insane goals that you never think that you'd be able to do it. I'm going to tell you something really crazy. May 7th, 2013. Okay. That's eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I had sent an email. Okay. To my dad, an email. I'm like 12 years old mm-hmm. of my list of things that I wanted to accomplish in the next decade. The last one on that list, okay, was live in California. So if you go to my Instagram, I actually posted it because I was I was just looking through my phone one day and I saw because I was just like looking up California, just like looking up things, and I saw that um, I broke down. I mean it, that shifted everything for me, bro. Eight years ago, as a twelve-year-old, I was writing down my goals. At 12, I, ha- I don't even know how to spell goal. <laughs> it, it blows my mind because I, I would have never, ever thought that I would be in this, May 19th of 2013. That bottom one says live in California. That's powerful. Powerful, isn't it? Powerful. I, I, I'm, I'm, it blows my freaking mind. I, mean, I was a kid then. Like, I, I didn't even, the thought of moving sounded ridiculous to me right. so like and even then i was thinking in my head that 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 was one of those insane goals you know what i mean like well i'm telling you to write down those insane goals you have right now that was one of them exactly because i didn't i didn't make that that goal come true until seven years later exactly and you weren't even thinking like you declared it and then that. you weren't even thinking about it you just made it happen Bro, I forgot about that email six months after I sent it. You know what I mean? I was not planning for that. But if you have it written down and you've seen it before, it's there. It's you there. just may not notice it, but it's there. And I promise you, I, I, I mean, that was probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened in my life was being able to look back at that email and be like, wow, I, I did that. Bro, that's so and, if, and if I can do that, 
who's to help who's to tell me I, I can't do whatever I want right no bro like literally I'm I'm this is something I'm learning right now just because like you know how it is with the company sometimes once you get one success like you're like all right I want to get more 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 fast but like what I'm really learning is like all right if I write it down and I put my grind to it it may not happen in my time, but it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen exactly how I thought it was going to happen, it's going to happen in, in some way, shape, or form. You're putting it out there. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not a big religious person, but there is something, someone, something up there that is watching you, that is hearing the things that you're writing down. I promise you, like, I have never been a super, super religious person, and I you know, probably never will be because that's just not who I am. But I will tell you dang straight that there is no exceptionable answer to how I got that checked off my list, except for something of a higher power. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Like, I don't go to church. Like, I don't sit here and pray on my hands and knees. Like, I'm not committed to a religion like that. But I truly, truly think that if you're willing to put something out in the universe, that you'll be rewarded for it. Exactly. Bro, it, everything, everything in life is imagination, like an apartment complex. If you think about it, like we think that's something normal, like, oh, that's just where I live. No, somebody had the idea. All right, I'm going to stack some rooms on top of each other. Like the iPhone. Oh, I have an idea that we can communicate with each other in a matter of seconds. Like just because it isn't reality doesn't mean you can't make it reality. Like, absolutely i mean seriously i mean you said you just said it best yourself there's really nothing else i can say to that besides you're damn right exactly. I, mean, I love that i love that you're preaching that to everyone too i mean i if i think my biggest takeaway from this past year was count your blessings and write in that journal of yours because i promise that's probably one of the biggest things that has ever happened to me i have one second Yep, go ahead. Tell them, tell them about the journal, man. That's what I was about to touch. Right. About the journal. See this right here. This black one has every single day of 2020. Every single day. I did not miss a single day. I go back on this journal. I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but some of the pages are messed up. It's warped because it's emotion. Bro, I'm, I didn't try and mess this book up. But like, if you go back and look, you can see... A, this is crazy. I just flipped to a page where this is a whole chapter I didn't even miss. I was a drop shipper at one point. I tried branded drop shipping. <laughs> I just saw that in my book. It's wild. But like sometimes you forget about the things when you diversify so much, you start to forget about some of the exactly. things that you do. I, I experienced for about two months what it was like to be a drop shipper. Mm -hmm. I learned that whole realm. Wild for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> I, for no, for, James, for no reason. Except for the fact that I wanted to learn. Right. And now I can confidently say that I can run your Shopify website. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, that's another reason why I just pulled these out. I didn't know I was going to flip to that page. That was a total accident. But like that just brought me a smile. Yeah. You know, if I was having a bad day and I did that, I probably that probably would have changed my day. Change the day. But, I mean, bro, it's, it's it's absolutely wild. I mean, you could see me literally scribble on this, like anger scribbles. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I started this one. This is twenty twenty one, but 
So, so tell if you're, me. Hold up. If you're listening to this right now. Go out there. Go to your normal Walgreens, your Target, your grocery store. I don't care. Buy a journal. Tell them. Tell them why. Don't, tell don't them let. Why. Don't let anyone see it. Don't let anyone read it because it's not for anyone but yourself. But go out there, spend the three ninety nine it costs for a moleskin journal at Walgreens, and buy it. Bro, I at the corner of Scottsdale and Shea, I walked my ass into that Walgreens on a random ass day and bought this book, and it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. Period. Get your journals. Go get. Go get yeah. your journal, man. Yeah. Every single person that comes into my life knows that I have a journal and that I will preach to them that that they should also have a journal. Exactly. And for those of y'all that are listening, it can be like, there's no rules to journaling. It doesn't have to be a dear journal. Is she thinking about me? But it can be, it can be that it can be, you can write jokes in the journal, just express yourself. Dude, I have passwords. I have the VIN number to my cars. I have to-do lists. I have half my lease of my old apartment. I have signatures from people that I've met. Like, I mean, I have everything. Look, original do no evil pages. Right. That's so cool. I have I have tabs from when we went to Cabo. That's every. I mean, it's super cool to be able to go back and, and look at some things like that. I mean, take it how you leave it. Do it. Don't do it. I don't care. But if you do something, you're going to buy a journal today. Journal, just it's it's two bucks. If you don't have the two bucks, I'll send you the two bucks. I'll send you the two bucks, bro. You need a journal, hit me up. <laughs> no, so, so the next thing I want to talk about, because you know, with the whole personal chef thing and who you're hanging around, being around Paris, uh, compared to I don't like being around the people you were with in high school, talk about how big of an effect your circle has on you. There's a reason why a Lamborghini has two seats and a bus has 50. Your circle gets smaller no matter what, no matter what life you live, no matter what position you're in, it comes with the game of life. All right, I said it off camera, but anyone that comes into your life is a lesson or a blessing. I promise you, write that down. Remember that until you die. But when I was in high school, you know, I because I transferred to Chaparral sophomore year, um, that's where a majority of my friends, these other, you know, you know the vibes. Come on, um, all my friends that were there at Chaparral though were a year older. Okay, so come my senior year of Chap, I got nobody. You know, what I mean, I have a couple people obviously because in my class, but like. All my good friends are not at that school anymore. I was like, ah, whatever. Kind of learned. That was kind of like another like friendship test of like the fake people in my life. I mean, I have, I mean, there's a couple names that like I will forever, you know, love and like those kinds of people hold a special place. But I find that no matter how hard you try to keep your friends, sometimes they're, it's just not going to work. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I had a really, my brother, Cole Kurtz, okay? Um, you can bleep his name. I don't, you can keep it in there. I don't care. But a really amazing friend of mine for a long time. I mean, he lived with me at one point. I mean, my family financially supported him at one point. A really, really close friend of mine. When I, in December of 2018, when I started a committed relationship, mm-hmm. no more friends, no more friendship. Gone. We don't, we didn't talk another word. Um, 
kind of makes you rethink. I mean, yeah, coming with a girlfriend, you're gonna your friends are gonna, you know, you're gonna lose some friends, whether you like it or not, because that's just how it goes. But I kind of realized, I mean, if he really cared, I mean, if he really cared about how I was feeling, yeah, he'd probably still be around. Because if anyone cares about who I am, they'd want me to be happy. Mm. And at that moment, I was probably the happiest I've ever been. So I'm like, why would he take himself out of that equation? Is it just because he sees me happy or he sees me filling a position that he was once in? You know what I mean? So that kind of put it in perspective for me when you have friends and, you know, whether they're lifelong or not, I can confidently say that Paris Rose's mom will be a lifelong friend of mine till the absolute day that I pass away. Um, those people, I mean, they come and go. I mean, I had a, this, for example, I had a, I was an amazing, the most healthy relationship in March of this year, the best committed, healthy relationship of my life. Two months later, she broke up with me. Okay. Walked her ass into my room, broke up with me, left five minutes later. You know what that does to a man in a healthy relationship? It ruins your perception of love. So if, if you don't really keep an eye on your circle and keep an eye on the people who are coming into your life it can be a little dangerous. But since being out here and since having the success, if you will, that I've had, the amount of people that have hit me up, and James, I'm going to be brutally honest with you, I have probably 15 to 20 of my ex-high school friends in my DMs right now. <laughs> I don't respond to a single one. I have three out of my four ex-girlfriends in my DMs. Okay. I do not care to entertain the people who only see what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Like they see what's going on. Like, okay. I'm, I need to hit him up with you. It's different because I've seen what you're doing. I, you know, you hit me up. I obviously I saw it like a week later. I'm sorry. I have no, 90 yeah. plus camera requests. So it's kind of crazy, but I'm scrolling through. And I just see James Hodgkin. I'm like, you know, you're not one of those kids who, uh, you're, you're not really like one of those fake kids, if you will, because Bro, I mean, come on. I've had ex-girlfriends in my DMs telling me to come back to Arizona. Like, that's fate, okay? That's fake as hell. I mean, it, and it doesn't get worse than that, and it couldn't be more obvious than that, okay? Like, I have kids from high school that I haven't talked to in, you know, six, five years that have texted me who didn't give a shit about me when I was going to school with them, but now they want to talk to me. Mm. Now, now they want to come out and visit me in LA. Like, now they want to come do these things and party with, you know, celebrities and things like that. I will never entertain that in my life. If you did me wrong, I won't hold the grudge against you. I hope you're winning, just not at my table. Mm. Just You just don't sit with me anymore. I mean, I, I really learned to, to not hold the grudge on the people that come and go out of your life because, again, everything happens for a reason. And some of those people are really just meant for a lesson. I can confidently say that my ex-girlfriend of this year was a lesson not a blessing, a complete and total lesson. It was, it showed me how to love again in a healthy way and it's gone. Right. And now here I am happy as hell, you know, still living, still, you know, nothing changed, you know what I mean? As if it was right before we started dating. So, you know, I just keep, keep your circle small. You know, some of, some of these people will, will turn out and hurt you in the end. And I think if you don't keep a good eye on the people who really care about you and want the best for you and, also, a friend isn't the person who's going to tell you what you want to hear 24-7. Okay? If Paris was here right now, he would tell you. I give him crap all the time because sometimes he looks for an answer that he's not going to get. Right. 
And if you don't have those people in your life, you're, you're going to go absolutely nowhere. Because if you don't have a support team that's willing to say, nah, you know, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Or you should do it this way. Those people are helpful. Those people are the ones you want. You don't want the people that say, dude, you're doing great. You're doing just fine. You know, keep it up. Do, you do you. You don't, you don't really want those people because they don't motivate you. They don't push you out of that zone that make you think about other things that are going on. So I kind of learned more about that. And, you know, a lot of the people out in Los Angeles in this area are pretty fake. I mean, what you see on social media is, is pretty fake. Um, a good majority of it is, you know, faux and, you know, made up and all that stuff. It's just for clicks and views. And I won't entertain that. You know what I mean? I'll see these kids who, you know, we'll start a conversation with them and they have an IQ of that water bottle I was just sipping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's levels to this. And if you're not willing to, you know, incorporate it and take it all in and kind of realize who these people are and like what their um, motive is, then you might be bumming a little bit because a lot of these people motives out here are not to help you. They're to help themselves just by using you or benefiting myself by, you know, putting you in a position that I should, I should be, you know what I mean? It's just kind of, it's kind of weird. And I never, I can, I was never dealt the cards with how to deal with kids like that or hang out with kids like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really learned, I have a pretty small circle at the moment. I talked to about two people from Arizona, like full time, and you know, Sarah Glass, Sarah Glass, yeah. one of my favorite humans on earth. We talk probably every day. Um, but again, she was one of those people that in my life was super supportive and just like never like went away. So it's people like that, that like, you know, she will be a lifetime, lifelong partner. Like, she'll be at my wedding if I'm not getting married to her. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, if you're hearing this. Sarah Glass, if you're hearing this, you know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. I'm about to fly you out here. <laughs> oh, we, no, bro. That's exactly it. Because honestly, if you have so many people it's not that you need to micromanage micromanage people but you need that energy energy is past that energy is past that toxic energy if there's one person over here chirping not on the same path then it's gonna get passed along and it's in the end gonna bite you back so i i i'm a firm believer in be cool with everybody. Be personable with everybody. Yourself, man. Don't let everybody at the table. Yeah, nah. Not everybody can eat at the table. Don't I'll lose yourself. Yeah, also don't lose yourself trying to figure out somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a huge thing that I had to learn this past year. Um, actually, in the relationship that I broke up with before moving to California, I completely lost myself. Right. You know what I mean? I was not me. I was solely there to please somebody else and be somebody's codependent partner mm. the most unhealthy possible thing um yeah changing that was huge huge, huge. Uh, be yourself don't let someone you know take you f- for granted because that leads you to a dark place mm-hmm. i became super codependent and that's dangerous man i mean, yeah that's dangerous i wasn't myself at all every day i hate life i had no reason to hate life but that was all that i knew at the moment so that was tough and i you know i thank god whoever's up there but you know i thank god for that relationship every day learn i i learned so much you know i if you're she knows who she is but if you're listening to this you know i hope she's doing well i you know i i will always mean well for her i don't regret anything but you know sometimes you just have to realize that it's a little bit toxic and a little bit you know 
you're losing yourself. I I I I never thought that, that was possible. I had you know my dad and my mom telling me, you know, Jed, like, you know, you haven't been at home in two weeks. Like, you know, what are you doing? That kinds of things. Like in the moment, you don't think that you're doing anything wrong. I mean, you think that you're just living and you know, I'm in a relationship, blah, 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 blah. Like, bro, I'm 18, I'm 17, like I'm no adult. Like I live with my dad still. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I don't know. That kind of again put it in perspective when I was hearing it from my dad saying, you know codependency is you know dangerous and tough i was like all right screw you you know two two years later you're right you think, worst, yeah. worst possible state of mind i could possibly be in you know i learned mm-hmm. i i live and learn every single day and i that was a huge learning curve for me my man that's that's interesting that's interesting so this is gonna be my last question for you yeah man by the way, this is still. By the way, this is still super surreal. No, me, me too, bro. I'm really like sitting here. Pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, continue. No, I've no, I've been thinking this whole time. Like I'm like sitting here. I'm like, I remember this guy from math class, like 7:45 a.m. Him and Jay Hunt goofing off. Me, Nick Sanrofin goofing off right next to each other. I remember, it, bro. I remember when you, when y'all would be goofing off, bro, you always played it so smooth. Cause like Mr. Foster, that was our math teacher. Penguin looking ass. I remember that class. Like it was yesterday. Me too, bro. Me literally me too. He'd be like, jet a little, like try to get you in trouble. And you always played it so smooth. So personal. Oh, Mr. Foster, this, that, a little, and always finessed out of it. I don't oh, know. I'm too nice for it. You know, I had PI kids like John Paladino sitting next to me too. So it's easy to point point fingers and be like, yo, Foster. That kid, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> screw, screw that kid. <laughs> but I just I remember dapping you up after watching a basketball game of yours. I remember walking onto the court and dapping up a bunch of the players. I don't know why I was there, but I just really remember attending basketball games and dapping you guys up. Like, I swear I was at like half those games too. No, nope. that's, that's no I was just there. I think I came with like Jay Hunt. I'd come with like John. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That just wow, gets the question at this point. But yeah, that's wild, man. Oh, my God. But my. <laughs> That just gave me such good nostalgia, bro. So right. much growth. So much growth. Hey, if you're listening to this, just keep growing, man. Just keep growing. But my my last question for you, because you you've given a lot of lessons, a lot of gems. But what is the biggest lesson that you've learned? I think I said it off camera, but what if it can turn out better than you can imagine? Mm. A lot of people don't have what it takes to have that mindset. And I mean that and like, they're not used to having that mindset. But a lot of people resort to worst case scenario. And that's how things go wrong. So instead of sitting here thinking about like, okay, I failed at this couple months ago, but like, nah, just smile at it, learn something and and move on. You know what I mean? I, I really think that if you keep that mindset don't expect anything. Okay. You know, everything happens for a reason, but seriously, I mean, what if it can turn out better than you can imagine? Right. 
that's probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from this year. I, I, besides count your blessings, because I've had some pretty vile moments this year, but really, I mean, I, I was a big worst case scenario thinker, mm-hmm. but everything I, I had, but I had no reason to believe not to. Mm-hmm. Now so, I do. Little follow-up. So when you do catch yourself in, in the mindset or like a scarcity mindset or thinking worst case scenario, what helps you get out of it? realizing how far I've come not only like in a in a place setting but like a mental setting because no one else can appreciate how far you've come mentally except for you and if you're willing to appreciate yourself and reward yourself for that I mean I think that's enough to flip the switch and kind of push you the opposite direction I mean dang man I mean I those mindsets are killer but if you're willing to you know that extra just like that extra oomph and that what if it could turn out better than you can imagine it worked out for me, man. I mean, I, I really, I, I have no, no reason to believe that I did anything for this besides hard work, dedication. That's it. Right. I, 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 I moved out here on a whim, bro. Like, and now I'm, I'm living, mm-hmm. I'm living the life, you know, 19 year old and 20 year olds would wish for, right. you know, I, I thank God I count my blessings for it, but seriously, you know, it's good to reward yourself like that. I'm at an exceptionable level for being 19 years old at the moment. I think if I'm willing to accept that and reward myself for that, you know, I, I'm winning. Love it. I love it, man. I appreciate you for coming on. This was, this was awesome. This was awesome. As simple as I can put it, this really was. I mean, we could have talked for, we could probably talk for all night, but seriously, thank you again for having this. This is my first official podcast appearance, James. One day if I'm famous and signing autographs and whatnot, I can confidently say James Hodgreen hosted on my first podcast. Millionaire Matt Club, you know the vibes. Come on now. You know the vibes, but let the people know how they can connect with you if they need that notebook, if they just want to. They need some support. How can they? How can they reach out? Absolutely. Um, my company is at we do no we do no evil on Instagram. Um, my personal is at j e t t b e r k jetbert on absolutely everything. Instagram, TikTok. I'm not gonna give out my Snapchat, but <laughs> follow, follow those things. Keep up with me if you need me. If you want a question, hit my DMs. I go through my DM requests. Help. That's how James. That's how I'm here right now. It's, they split into my DMs, and I say okay. <laughs> So I promise, hit me up at Jet Burke on everything. I appreciate it, James, for real, man. I greatly appreciate it. Everybody that's watching, I appreciate you. I love you. I support you. If you want to reach out to me, text me. Text me 480-571-7347. Text me podcast to that number. It'll be in the description. His info will be in the description. Man, hey, like he said, just keep experiencing. Keep learning. Keep that, keep that great mindset. Keep living, not existing. Exactly. Like my grandma always says, man, keep going, keep going. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.